The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. As he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, what things? They replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were here with us <clears throat> went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. <clears throat> so he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Thanks to Melissa for sharing the good news both through music and through the reading of Scripture. This is a story that we get in this Easter season, another account of the resurrection but it's a little different. Can you feel the, the disappointment, the despair, the grief as they walk along thinking out loud, maybe even rambling, telling their story, trying to make sense of all that had happened so quickly over the past couple of days? Their entire lives changed in an instant. For them, it's still feels like Good Friday. It's not even Holy Saturday yet, let alone Easter Sunday. Now sure, we encounter these two disciples walking the road to Emmaus on the same day that the women had gone to the tomb and found it empty. 
But remember, this is Luke's version of the story. Jesus hasn't shown up yet. It's only two mysterious men in dazzling clothes, as Luke describes them, who greet or maybe even frighten these women at the tomb. And there's nothing beyond the word of these two men to suggest that Jesus indeed has risen. For these two disciples on the Emmaus Road, Jesus is, in their minds, at worst, still dead, or at best, his body is missing. Their hopes are dashed. All the promises that they had staked their lives on are gone. Worse yet, the tomb is empty. Jesus' body is missing. Just when it seems like things couldn't possibly unravel anymore. We had hoped. I have to admit that while I generally love this resurrection story on the road to Emmaus and Luke's gospel, this year it strikes me as more poignant, maybe even offensive in a way. This year it feels like, as one preacher put it, that the road to Emmaus is just longer this year. This year, It feels like we are walking that road somewhere in between Good Friday and Holy Saturday. Our lives changed in an instant. Our hopes dashed in the era of coronavirus and social distancing. There is so much we had hoped for. So much we had hoped would be different than it is. As many of you shared with me in response to a Facebook post this past week, we had hoped for graduations, to be able to graduate and celebrate in person, to see our kids graduate from college, high school, elementary school. We had hoped to go to prom for all of the lasts, the special events, the celebrations of being a student. We had hoped to go on college visits, to get ready to move to college. We had hoped to watch our kids play baseball even while sitting in lawn chairs freezing in the park. We had hoped for Primero Dios VBS, for the Appalachia Service Project Senior High Trip, and for all of the other summer trips and traditions of unity. We had hoped to spend more time with friends, for vacation and honeymoon plans now deferred. We had hoped for more time with family, to be with and to care for aging parents, to visit grandparents, to celebrate Easter and Mother's Day and birthdays and baby showers and weddings, surrounded by loved ones in person and not just on Zoom. We had hoped for the job hunt to be moving more quickly, We had hoped for a hug, even for the non-hugging types among us. We had hoped that testing for the virus might move more swiftly. We had hoped that political leaders might break party lines to work together in a crisis. We had hoped. We had hoped. This list breaks my heart, even more so knowing the people behind each hope and behind each comment. And I'll be honest, I'm not really sure I know what to do with that. I'm not sure where the good news is in all of that. 
The fact is that so many of us are growing increasingly tired and frustrated and scared and lonely and impatient and sad and broke. This is a time of grief. The road to Emmaus indeed feels longer this year. But maybe the good news is on the road, walking alongside Cleopas and his unnamed companion. I'm forever grateful that the gospel writer doesn't actually name that second disciple. The anonymity invites us into the story. It could be you. And there, walking beside them, walking beside us, is the risen Jesus. His first appearance post-resurrection, it's not a grand entrance, but a quiet accompaniment and curiosity. What are you discussing? What things? It's an invitation for them to tell their story, to name their grief, to process what they're experiencing, to feel what they feel without it being discounted or trying to explain it away. There's power in naming grief out loud. There's power in the conversation that the two walking companions and the as yet unknown to them Jesus have on the road to Emmaus. Our grief in the era of coronavirus is real. Our hopes lost are real. So let's name them and share them with our companions on the way. And maybe in the sharing, there's healing. And here's the good news that I hear this day. Jesus invites them and invites us to name that grief and loss. He doesn't care that they don't recognize him or can't recognize him in the midst of this specific moment when grief and trauma keep them from being able to see clearly, whatever the reason. Jesus is with them anyway, already a blessing in the walking, on the road, in the listening, already a blessing in the grief, in the despair, in the disappointments. Emmaus is the resurrection story that I need to hear this year. It's an honest resurrection story, as one of my favorite writers puts it. I'm grateful that the journey continues into Easter evening, where hope is possible but not yet realized. I'm grateful that even the road to Emmaus, the road of brokenness, the road of failure, is a sacred road, a road that Jesus walks, a road that honors our deep disappointment, even as it holds out the possibilities of nourishment and revelation. Emmaus is the resurrection story for the era of coronavirus and social distancing. It's the resurrection story for the era of we had hoped. Emmaus is a resurrection story big enough to hold our grief and the distant but nevertheless certain hope of new life, even if we can't fathom or recognize it just yet. Emmaus is the resurrection story where it's okay to not be okay 
and where all of a sudden we realize the risen Jesus was there all along, alongside us the whole way. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Amen.